This is Undivorce Wittable, the podcast made to divorce-proof marriages. I'm Giovanna. And I'm Rance. And, and we, we are, are the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. We've been rocking together for 18 years, married for 15 years. People tell us all the time that we inspire them. We are relationship goals. And it's not because we're famous or we're fronting for social media, but because they can tell that what we have is genuine. There have been ups, crazy downs, and moments where it would have been easy to just walk away. This is a no BS podcast. We're keeping it a buck. And we're telling you all the truth you can handle about what it takes to stay together in today's world. We, we are, are Undivorced Wittable. Hello, it is Giovanna and... You got rants. Back for another episode of Undivorced Wittable. Can't believe it. We're up to episode 22 already. Yes, time has really flown by. It's truly flown by. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, being married, being uh, fairly youthful when we got married, we kind of wanted to discuss with all of y'all, really, the great Aaliyah once had a song called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. And we were just wondering, is it worth us talking about our age when we got married? And so I guess we title this, Were We Too Young to Get Married? Interesting. It's an interesting question when you said it. It's like, that's something that we've heard all the time. Man, y'all got young. Y'all got married young. Y'all were so young when y'all got married. Yeah, we hear it all the time. And it was so funny to hear it come from people who are who waited who weren't as successful in their relationships and i guess you know for me it's like is there really an age requirement is there really a prerequisite when you know what you know and you want what you want yeah and that's the interesting thing about it is when you look at that like society has you know, you graduate high school, you go to college, you graduate college, you get in your career. Then once you get settled into your career and everything, then you find a soulmate or your person you want to marry. And then you live happily ever after. Well, it doesn't work that way for everybody. And I feel like when you find that somebody, your situation may not always be ideal or how you want it to be, and it may not come the way you want it to at the time that you want it to. Mm-hmm. But if you find that person that makes you happy and you know that they have the qualities that you're looking for and everything, then, hey, jump on it while you can. Because had I waited, I would hate to be a part of this dating game now because the stories I hear, yeah, I'm good. I'm real good. It sounds like a disaster right now to be trying to date, be serious. Uh, The hookup culture is heavy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, you know, when we got together, like, yeah, we were young, but neither one of us was looking for a spouse either at that time. It just happened. It did. And it's looking like, like, before we even talk about it, the average age that uh, people are getting married nowadays it's ranging between 28 to 29 years old for men and it's looking like for women it's about 26 and up okay so we we had y'all beat we had them beat yeah we had we had beat by a lot (laughs) a whole lot 
I was uh, 23. Were you that old? Yep. Oh, I was 21. 23, 21. Mm-hmm. At this time, you know, what are most people doing? Living your best whole phase, hooking up with as many people as you can, and going to the club, throwing all caution to the wind. So really, in your prime, what most people's prime would be, mm-hmm. we're getting hitched. Right. We are. We are like the first of our friends to get married. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't necessarily one of those people that was all part of that, like, culture. Wanted, you know, I think about it sometimes now from time to time, like, what I would have been like if I was a single woman, you know, going through my 20s or whatever and dating. Like, and I don't think about it in the sense of, like, man, I wonder what that would be like. But just, like, what type of person I would be, you know what I'm saying, how that would have molded me in a different way. I would have molded you in a different way? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, because, I mean, like, even though we got married young, and, okay, you hear stories where when people get married young and then they usually don't end up together. The marriage usually doesn't work because they grow apart. You hear that a lot. People grow apart. Um, And mm. so it's just interesting because I think, like, if I would be the same Giovanna that married you, if I would have married you later in life after dating other people. Now I think you would have, I think everybody has battle scars. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, we all, we all come out a little tainted. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's somewhere where we kind of lucked up. We didn't, we weren't, as tainted i mean you weren't i was a little jaded a little but uh you weren't uh tainted like that exactly so right i looked up yeah the milk wasn't spoiled <laughs> right so that's the thing like i don't feel like I, I i know i wouldn't have been the same person you know what i'm saying that i would have been at the beginning or at the age the younger age right so were we too young to get married? What's your take on it? I say no. And I say no for us. The reason why is because I think that we were able to grow together um, in who we are as people. Um, we've given each other the space to pretty much find ourselves so to speak Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying we didn't like pigeonhole each other into this is the rance that i married this is the javana i married and you're changing and who is this person you know what i mean how dare you grow right um Mm -hmm. and i think part of that is like our communicating in the sense of communicating our dreams to one another But also, it's funny, I was having a conversation with someone actually yesterday about this in a sense that I appreciate the fact that in our relationship, we um, have a desire to see each other happy. And me wanting to see you happy, you wanting to see me happy doesn't compromise my happiness because while I'm trying to see you happy, you're trying to see me happy. Does that make sense? Yeah, all the vision. Um. 
So we worked together in that aspect. So I don't say that we were young in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, would I change anything that I feel like I can't really say I would because we've still for the most, I feel like we would have probably accomplished some things quicker had we not been married that we won in life as far as career wise. Hmm. But, um, you know, I don't feel like we got married too young. Not for us. And I definitely agree with you. I don't think we were emotionally too young when Mm -hmm. we got married. Now, there are some things that now I'm sitting here like, "Mm, I would do some things differently, though. Okay, like what? We definitely would have traveled more before we locked down. Well, yeah. You know, got out some, some more really, like, adventurous Road trips, weekend trips, really, you know what I'm saying, getting out, creating some premarital memories. Mm, okay. I think. Okay. Um, I think that we definitely could have um, cultivated just a little bit more of sowing our royal oats. <laughs> okay. And what I mean by that is doing it together. Like, we really honed in on not only getting young, getting married at the ages that we did, but raising a child mm-hmm. in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of turning around and fairly quickly, I mean, within a couple of years, then, you know, our daughter together comes, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that um, we kind of thought we had this plan that we were going to go off of, like we were going to get married and then have our first child by the time we, what, what did we say? 30? Like, I was going to be 30. No, I think we had discussed having our first child at, like, 32. Well, me being 32, I feel like. Yeah, which was absolutely asinine. I mean, no, 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 no. I don't think it was because the things that you're saying that that you wish that we would have did, you're saying that in hindsight because in foresight, our plan was, oh, we're going to get married and everything now because we know we want to be with each other. We're, we're, we love each other. We want to spend the rest of our days with each other. So we're going to get married. But even though I became instant mom, because our daughter was still going away every summer right. to be with her mom, it was like, oh, we could travel every summer. We could do our thing every summer. And really, you know, but we didn't get to do that because here comes our second child. Yeah. You know, so I so that was our plan. Our plan was still to do the things that you're mentioning, but life said otherwise. God said otherwise. Man, like sex he said always otherwise. Does. Okay, so if we wouldn't <laughs> get if we wouldn't have got married, then she still would have been here. You know, oh, unwed. <laughs> right. So either way, she would have been here when she was here because she was appointed to be here. It was definitely the Lord's hand on that. But we honestly didn't plan to have, um, we didn't plan to have started to have children of our own until I was like 30, 32. Yeah, that wasn't our plan. And now with having a, you know, our son when I was, what, 35? Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, what a crazy plan. I know, right. So we pretty much, let me see. We pretty much started having had our son around the time we we wanted to be having our maybe our second child. Yeah. Cuz we wanted our kids to be 2 years apart. 
Um, so yeah, it's like crazy now looking at it. We would have just been getting started with the parenthood anyway. Yep. And now we're we you know we're like man, we're too old for this. I tell I mean that toddler energy is something that they don't teach you about in school. No, they don't. This. I mean, they don't teach you a lot of things. They don't teach you about proper American history, black people's contributions to American history. Yeah, we and, don't get a lot in school. And then they sure don't teach you about toddler energy. No. Like, that should be a college course. <laughs> but is it just toddler energy or is it just, like, toddler boy energy? Like, I feel like there's a different... And I think... I think that's the thing with us. We had two girls mm-hmm. at the beginning who are more laid back and chill. Like our our middle child, spicy, you know what I'm saying, in, in the life of the party type child. Yeah. But yet and still her energy level was nothing like our son. Yeah. And here he comes where I'm just like, yeah, tear up the house. I'll get it. I, I can clean the house as long as you're occupied. You're not killing yourself because i just can't keep up yeah toddler boy energy definitely needs to be a college course yeah high school course middle school course you know i'm obviously don't remember my toddlerhood but man i must have been rambunctious you must have been no wonder my dad was always picking up overtime (laughs) (laughs) wow but you know i think one thing that really for our young couple couples out there who are listening and you are trying to decide, you're hearing, you're too young, you're too, you're not ready for marriage, you're not ready for something so serious. I think you are. I think I think you can be, but I think there are some things that you should definitely consider mm-hmm. if you're ready to get married and you're fairly young. Definitely. Well, at any age. At any age, for sure. But, you know, some of those things are making sure that some of your, what I would call maybe your superficial goals, like if I would separate them, mm-hmm. you have your superficial goals and then you also have your your lofty, you know, goals. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you want to go? So superficial, that is, that's the stuff like traveling, um, you know, enjoying your time together. That's, you know, some of those frivolous things that you get into, clothes, cars, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Really having a vision for yourself and for your marriage, like where you guys really want to go. Right. So so that you don't lose yourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to grow. You're not going to change. And, of course, when you're 21, 22, you know, you may be into video games at one point. But then as you grow, you may want to pick up an instrument mm-hmm. or you want to get into pottery or something like that. So you have to consider that there will be changes along the way. But in the midst of that really have an idea of who you are as a couple and like what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then of course, some of the loftier things are like thinking about home ownership. Yeah. Thinking about w- if you're not where you want to be in your career yet, mm-hmm. how are you going to get there and how are you going to get there together? Yeah. Like one of those really important things. And I think we talked about it episodes ago was like how you wanted to go back to school after we got married. Mm-hmm. And if there is some sort of end game, if there is a direction where you want to go, and if both of you are trying to figure out your life, mm-hmm. that could be a good thing, but it can also work against you. Exactly. Exactly. And it almost worked against us. 
It did. And I think that's one one of those areas of like knowing if you're stable enough mm-hmm. to handle a marriage. Right. And it's interesting that you said that I was having so many different thoughts when you were talking. Um, you know, one thing being the whole Aaliyah thing, when you mentioned that earlier, age is nothing but a number. When it comes to getting married, there's so many different things that you have to consider. And you have so many naysayers that are in your head when you're talking about getting married, period, especially when you're young. You know, I had people in my family saying, you're too young. You haven't finished school yet. You're going to be an instant mom. You're not ready to be a mother. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. You know what I'm saying? People tell you what you're ready for. And for some people, it takes being put into a situation to step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's hard to say as a young person, you need to know yourself. You know what I'm saying? But have an understanding. And, and and the thing is, like, you could be, you can, there's people who are high school sweethearts and get mm-hmm. married and end up being married for 50 years. Yep. And there's, and, you know, of course, you have some who, like, the woman just went out to do something and never returned. The husband went to go get milk and never came home. You have those it's situations. too much. Right. And then you have situations where people get married later on in life and they think they know what they want in this and the other and they get together and they're too set in their ways mm-hmm. and it doesn't work out. So it's all based. It's an individual um, situation for everyone. You can't just say, well, you, you know, you got to be set in your career. You got to be able to, you know, do this, do that. While a lot of those things are ideal, yeah. you know, it may take you getting married to settle down. It may take you getting married to somebody for them to help you, Become the person that you need to become um, because they're going to be your cheerleader or they're going to be there to push you to, you know, and stay on you to get it done. So, and you know, one thing I'd like to say is that no matter what age you are, you got to be getting married for the right reasons. Yes, exactly. So you and I, we both grew up Christian, mm-hmm. westernized, Americanized Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I remember vividly as a kid was people getting married just so they could have sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we would call legally under the eyes of God. Right. And that's not a reason to get married. The worst reason Mm-mm. to get married. Yeah. Cause I rather fornicate and ask God to forgive me than get married and be in a situ in a marriage that, that is not working. That's not working, but that's not God ordained either. Right. That you waste years of time in, and then you look back and like, I don't waste all this time because I just want to have sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, and you hope it's good sex. Like depending on how much experience you got, you may just be getting the mediocre. Right. Right. You so know, you, you think you're getting filet mignon, but it's. it's it's just regular old sirloin. And I will say this. I will say this because I don't think I've ever said this before um, to our listeners. And that is, even though we got young, and, so, and I think on our first or second episode, we told like the history mm-hmm. and how we started and all that stuff. And shared about, you know, my family was just like, oh, you're too young. He's not in the church like that. He has so a child. You know, there was like all these things like, nope, 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 nope. 
And so many people, you know, they just wrote us off like, oh, that's not going to last. You're, wait, you're making a big mistake. Um, but one thing my mother did teach me, I talk about my mom, just all this, the lessons that I got a lot. But it's important, and it's important as parents to really talk to your children and have these conversations because you can't expect them to just watch you and learn from watching you but you also need to like have conversations with them mm-hmm. one thing my mom told me um was that you know seek the lord on who it is that you're supposed to marry like that's a very important step in a very important thing in your life you don't want to marry the wrong person right. so you definitely want to ask god and know that this person was given to you by god so for me I was honestly surprised because before you even asked me to marry you, you know, I saw the direction that our relationship was going in and I knew my feelings that I have for had for you at the time um, that it was like, okay, if this man asked me to marry him, I want to say yes. But, you All know, you got to do is say <laughs> yes. Don't deny what you feel. Let me caress you, babe. Woo. <laughs> Yes. Ooh, that so Ooh. I knew I wanted to say yes, but mm. I was like, Lord, I don't think this is who you have for me because once again, he's not in the church. You know, he ain't even acted like he wants to know the Lord. Don't. Didn't want to know. So you. I didn't feel like God, I didn't even think, I knew, I said, I'm going to pray about it anyway. I'm going to ask God. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to ask him anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just knew he was going to say no, yes. No. And I was actually surprised. I, I asked him again just to make sure that, like, I wasn't tripping or caught up in my feelings so much that I heard what I wanted to hear. And it was confirmed multiple times. And so that made it easy for me that when I had so many people telling me no and the closest people to me telling me I'm making the biggest mistake because God who knows all, who sees all, and everything has told me, yes, that's all I needed to know. Mm. So I say that to say that you have to know because you don't want to marry the wrong person. You don't want to waste your time being with somebody that you don't need to be with because it, it calls for a lot of mistakes and a lot of heartache, and, and it's unnecessary to me. That's true. And for some of our listeners out there who are not, you know, you're not, spiritual like that i think and this this is where i was because i wasn't spiritual like that for me it's like man why not take the leap why not take the plunge and see what happens like i'm feeling you i feel the way you move everything about you meshes with where i'm trying to go with my life Mm -hmm. so good bad or indifferent you're the one that i want to i want to try this with i want to try to you know lock down and battle the world together Mm -hmm. and so yeah at that point i was not very spiritual at all um and maybe i should yeah i believed in god i was kind of on my way to i would call it definitely agnosticism Mm -hmm. but not atheism or anything like that but um i didn't see it as fate i didn't see it as something ordained i just saw it as I like her. I like her enough that I want to get married, raise a family together, and try life. Mm. Cool. 
That was crappy. That cool. Y'all hear that? <laughs> I think cool. You know. That's I why mean, people be feeling judged all the time by you, you Christians. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but no, in the real, it's it's just like there are so many different perspectives. There's so many different and and of course I did that episode where I talked about the internal work that it takes for a man not to cheat and mm-hmm. all those things. There's so much internal work in various areas that it takes for men and one of those parts of internal work has to be commitment and actually wanting to take on the stress because it is stressful marriage right. is, marriage is not and i won't say it's in general there's added extra stress but when you think about the weight of being responsible for mm-hmm. a woman and children that's something right like that's something and i sometimes wonder if there are just a lot of people who are married a lot of men who are married get married young or middle-aged or whatever but they haven't thought about the weight of right what this means right because they're just caught up in the love you know they're they're just caught up in that that they're not necessarily seeing straight and I've like told people that people, you know, just having conversations with people and everything, Mm -hmm. they'll say like, oh, I just love what you and your husband have. And, you know, um, I want that or whatever. And I'm ready to get married and blah, blah, blah. But you got to be able to separate infatuation with love. You have to be able to separate that. Well, help us do that right now. And I've told I've told people, like, you got to be able to know that you can love that person no matter what. Mm-hmm. Love their dirty draws. You know, love them when things aren't going good. Being able to stand by their side. You know, like the vows say, through till death do you part in sickness and in health. And rich, you know, richer or poor, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Not just, oh, things are great. He makes me feel happy. But what about when he's pissing you off? Can you still love him? You know what I'm saying? Those things matter. Because, I don't know, the older I've gotten with you, I know we've talked about how I can, like, hold on to things and I don't necessarily, like, let them go right away in the midst, like, when we have a, a argument or something like that, I'm like, it takes me a while. It takes you about a week. Solid straight week. I've gotten better. I've gotten better. And I've been telling six you. Six days. I've been telling week you. down to six days. I've told you recently, like, just in little stuff, like, oh, my gosh, I can't stay mad at you. Even when, you know, I want to be mad, I can't stay mad and stuff like that. You do a great job acting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to say. I just, I mean, hey, it is what it is. You've mm-hmm. dealt with it for a long time. You just got your timer. You pissed me off. You got your timer. Like, okay, I know I got six more days and she'll be good. Now, you mentioned something about infatuation versus love. Of course, infatuation by definition means an intense but short-lived passion or admiration for someone or something. Mm-hmm. That it's, it's like it burns hot. Mm-hmm. Quick. And then fizzles out. Well, like I've, yeah. And like I've told people um, who, when I've had conversations where people think that they're ready to take the next step and get married mm-hmm. or whatever, 
like you got to have some arguments. You got to have some dating arguments. Like, I mean, some blowouts and know that you can bounce back from it. Wow. I feel like that because you can't go through a date like dating someone and everything be all lovey-dovey, honky-dory and everything. And, oh, he makes me feel good. And, oh, he's just so perfect and da-da-da-da. And then you get married. And when you're married, you have a really big argument. And then you think in your world is coming to a close, uh, to an end, and that it's the end of your marriage because y'all had never argued before. It's something interesting that you threw in there that I want to kind of circle back on and that's the word perfection of course at the age that we got married i would say that we were really not looking for perfection from each other Mm-mm. and i think we were lucky because there was no instagram no facebook mm-hmm. or anything that made us look at other people like oh relationship goals oh this is what we want to be like that air of perfection that exists now, we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't really have to worry about that. I mean, truthfully, when we got married, the only examples of marriage we really had before us was our parents. You know? That's true. Um, and you having and our parents being together while, you know, being together and everything and not being having gotten divorced, I think for us, it was like it showed us what a marriage is and what a um, what a marriage should be. I mean, my parents' marriage isn't perfect, but at the same time, I witnessed them going through things and surviving. I witnessed them having having arguments, not all the time or anything in that manner, but you know what I'm saying? I would, well, I would witness them, you know, having disagreements, but then making up and being able to work through them. So for me, and like I had told you, was that you realize that in marrying me, there's no out. And I told you, your only out is in a box. It's like gangbanging. So You don't quit. quit. We don't (laughs) die, we multiply. And I said, your only out from this marriage is in a box. Whether you go there voluntarily or I have to put you there, that's the only way you're leaving me. So... And guys, don't don't be confused. This was... She was saying this stuff when she was 21, 22. And I said it just like that. And I meant every single word because it was no, I needed you to understand that there was no out. Like this wasn't like, oh, when the going gets tough, then okay, we're going to get divorced. No, we're in this. This is, this is, there's no out. There's no exit plan. See the term undivorced widable originally when I came up with it means that I'm, I love you so much. Girl, I ain't leaving. But now maybe it means I am a hostage. <laughs> maybe that's what that means at this at this moment. I thought I was coining the phrase like, oh man, you know, our love is so dope that I find you irresistible and undivorceable. At this point, maybe I need to call the consulate. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've also said I ain't gonna keep you in this marriage if you don't want to be in it. But now which one is it? How okay. you leave? How you gonna leave the marriage? I tell you what, guys, <laughs> that's what it's like asking a woman what she wants to eat. What do you want to? What you want to eat? I don't know. You go to the restaurant. You don't bring nothing back. I don't know what's on the menu. 
Really? She didn't. She said it too. But you can, you can leave. No, that is what I told you. you that can, is you what I leave, told you. Before but you we can't got leave. <laughs> I was like, okay, so what you want the serving turf, or you want these lamb chops? Really? I kind of want both. You can leave, but you can't leave. <laughs> No, that is that's what I told you when we first got well before we got married. That is You know what I said, guys? I said challenge accepted. I was a young bull with a lot of testosterone. Really? And I'm like, you know what, I'll take you up on this challenge. And I'll I'll make sure You was ready to die. (laughs) Help us, Lord. That's all I can say is help us, Lord. But no, I mean and that's the one thing about being young and and like you say crazy stuff, you 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 look at the world with this optimism. And I think that's one thing that was dope about us deciding to get married so young was the optimistic way in which we look at the world. Like look at the world right now mm-hmm. and what's going on. Everything that's happening uh, with COVID-19, George Floyd, uh, you know, are protesting for equity in this country. And imagine being 45 trying to get to your first marriage you're stuck in your ways you're jaded by the world right you know like there are some challenges there Mm -hmm. and then you still have to have enough hope and belief in that person that you love to say we want to strike out and do this thing together exactly exactly i mean you know and the older you get the more you your your needs and everything are different and i think that that might be I don't know. This is just pure speculation, but I feel like the older you get, the harder it is to find love because you are so set in your ways. You are. Whereas us, it was like, we going to make our ways together because we ain't got no ways set for the most part, you know? So that was the beauty of it. Um, And I wouldn't, I don't necessarily, I don't think that if I had it all over, had it to do all over again, that I would change the age and the time in which we got married. Right. Um, you know, sometimes I think about the fact that I didn't, like I was in school, but then I came back and I was going to like community college and stuff like that and everything. And then we ended up getting married. And the, I don't really, I don't, I don't necessarily have any regrets. Like, I look back, like, okay, what would have been if I would have finished school and then completely and then got married, like, got into a career and then got married and blah, blah, blah. I feel like it would have been wasted time and years of us. I mean, you, you could look at it like that. Um, one thing that it's hard to do is question fate. Exactly. You know, it's hard to, to Monday morning quarterback all your decisions, but of course there's some things that every married couple needs to be looking at. But if you're young and you're in love and you're really trying to strike it out, work on some things, man. Work on like, do you have a vision for where you want to stay? Do you want to live in the suburbs or do you want to live downtown in a loft? Mm-hmm. Like what, what are those goals, dreams, and aspirations? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you want to, and when I say travel, I don't mean it in like, let's go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But are you two the adventurous type who want to go work in hostels, you know, overseas, go work on, you know, farms, kind of pay your way through and 
go be adventurers for six months out of the year. Right. Do you want to just spend your time on the beach surfing? And that's what you've, you found a passion for. Like really dig down deep and figure each other, like figure out what you want to do right now mm-hmm. and figure out where you want to go right now. Is one of you a tech savvy person who's trying to create an app that is going to change the world. Mm-hmm. And can you be there for them if it, happens or doesn't happen right but i mean even in all of that like you have your dreams and you have your aspirations of what you think you want to do when you're 21 and it's not going to be the same even at 25 and knowing too that okay i want to do xyz and okay so for example you're young you're dating you're talking about, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And, you know, sometimes you could just, like, women could just be hanging on. As ever. Oh, my gosh, that's so cute. He wants to go swim with the dolphins and he wants to save the whales. And do the, Oh, my gosh, that's so. But then when he really talking about he going and going to be gone for six months at a time, then you catching the attitude and, man, that's so stupid. Why you want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, to listen to what they're really saying they want to do and not just be caught up in how cute things are and the reality of what it may be. But then at the same time, you get into a relationship with somebody and you life happens and dreams and things change. I mean, how many times have we said we were going to start this or do this and then it changed? But then you find yourself, I thought you was going to do this. You ain't nothing. You ain't doing nothing with yourself and you just working. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like at a, we've never actually had those types of conversations. We haven't. But I'm just saying those things happen to people because you you hold you pigeonhole people to certain things and don't realize that like life happens. Life comes up. People's desires and everything, they change from life This is true, but I think what I'm talking about is manifesting what you want. More so than having these static goals. It's more so like manifesting and really talking about and dreaming together. Okay. That is something that makes young love so dope. It's something that makes young marriage dope. I think that it makes marriage in general dope is when you're really trying to manifest and find your way toward those things that you think you want to do. Mm -hmm. Bucket list, whatever we call them, go to the great wall of China. Mm -hmm. You want to see that you want to spend time in Sri Lanka. You want to, you know, go save the whales or go whale watching in Alaska, like manifest those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely like that that has to be, Something that you know you you because you do you write the vision you make it plain on and and so that those who see it they can run yeah and so when it comes to children you know most people they say we we want two kids and a dog mm-hmm. that tends to happen mm-hmm. because you manifested that yeah so there has to be some manifestation there has to be some working together and when I when we ask were we too young to get married. I mean, no, because our energy was right. Our energy for each other was was placed where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. But we could have been totally off like anybody at any right. age. Right. And I think that's why I kind of started it off by saying age ain't nothing but a number. Because your maturity level is going to be different at various stages. Mm-hmm. We were mature enough to get married and strike out together, you know, get our bomb town home in Chestnut Hill. 
<laughs> and fill it with furniture, fill it with love and laughter and, and all that. We were able to do that. Mm-hmm. And we were able to do it at 21 and 23 years old. Right. And um, there are some people who still struggle with that in their late 30s. Yeah. And that's all right. But maturity, it just matters. It does. It does matter. So if you are trying to figure out if you should get married, if you got a lot of voices giving you the contrary, they're telling you, you you're too young to get married, you're too young to even be in a relationship, and you're we're talking you're in your early 20s trying to strike it out, you feel like you found that soulmate. Ask yourself, are you mature enough to hold on to everything that goes into being responsible for this person? Mm-hmm. That means that when she's sick, will you cook for her? Right. Will you, you know, take care of her the best you can? Or when you're down, will she be there for you in that way? Mm-hmm. You know, when the car goes down and that bad boy is not working, won't start, y'all down to one vehicle, you know, can you guys hold on to each other and work through it? Right. Because I'm telling you what, an $800 repair bill can derail a, a financial situation in the marriage for at least about six, seven months. Yeah, We've been through that. Mm-hmm. We've been through that. Um, you know, my great granddad that I love, the O2 sensor went out that bad boy. It did. Because they, they quoted me $800. I remember. And I about, I about passed out. You know, the, the, um, the gif of, or the gif of uh, Jennifer Lewis. The mom from uh, Blackish. <laughs> this this Dre's mom on the show where she about faints. I think she was a Tyler right. Perry movie. That was me. I was that gif before the gif even existed. <laughs> when that man told me that he said, "Yeah, you need a new O2 sensor and you need a uh, new intake valve or whatever the case may be," I was like, "Oh Lord, mm, right." We we barely paying this next tail bill, brother. Mm-mm. This next tail bill is. <laughs> I got this church. <laughs> I think I chirped you to tell you that this man said oh Yeah. I feel like you did. No, that was real. There's there's no hyperbole here. No, I'm serious. I remember when you did that 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 noise reminded me. Yeah. Sure. But, oh my gosh. But there's just a lot that goes into it. So are you too young? You're you probably are on paper. But if you're mature enough for this, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And we want you to know that. So I think that's the episode for today. Yeah, I do. All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, tune in. Keep tuning in week to week. We'll be here every Thursday. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Yes, listen in. Share us with a friend. Share us on Facebook. If you like what you hear, um, share us with your friends. And, yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. We've been getting some great feedback from people, and it's it's been fun hearing people's thoughts and laughing at, you know, some of the crazy things Rand says. Yep, I say things, and that's what it is. So until next time, guys, we will uh, talk to y'all soon. Stay undivorced wittable. Keep finding your way to each other. Yeah. We believe in your love. Deuces. Peace.